This is where Texas politics gets interesting. Here again are two guys named Jason, some great guests, and cold Texas beer for another smart conversation on Yolitics, the unofficial political podcast of Texas. Governor, congratulations uh, on this. Let's talk specifics, though. If I own a $300,000 house, what is this going to save me? It will cut your school taxes, Jason, by about 41%. That's a whopping number. That will be between $1,200 and $1,450 per household on average. Uh, the lower number is for under 65 and the higher number because they get some additional benefits over 65. So on the average home in Texas, which is between $300,000 and $325,000, that's the average home. Obviously, there are many higher priced homes in, in the, the Dallas-Fort Worth the suburbs uh, and in the, in the downtown areas, but on average, twelve dollars to $1,450. And what this means, because it's in the Constitution that the people will vote on this year uh, in November, it will take effect this year, Jason. And let's say you live in your home as the average person does for 25 years, or maybe if you're a senior retired person, another 15 years or so, or 20 years, uh, that's that's for life, as long as you homestead that home. So for a 25-year mortgage, that's that can be well over $25,000 in savings over 25 years, because it's every year that saves that money. And that's the combination of the compression. And the key is the homestead exemption, the $100,000 home exemption, which uh which is just fantastic. And, and to make sure I understand, the homestead exemption is what voters are going to vote on and put that in the Constitution. The rate yeah. compression, is that permanent or is that just a one-time hit? No, the the it will be in the, con there'll be one constitutional amendment with three articles in it. it will be the homestead exemption, $100,000 for all homesteaded properties. It will be the compression because that number goes outside the budget a little bit. So the, so the voters have to approve that because it's such a large number for tax cuts because tax cuts do are counted as a cost against our budget actually. And then third, it will be this uh, new item, which is the 20% circuit breaker, a three-year uh, pilot program for any properties that would be a second home or rental home or any commercial property that has a, 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 a value of $5 million or less and their appraisal is over 20%. Most are under 20%, but that just is a circuit breaker for those who go a little bit above that. And again, that value on those properties are 5 million or less. So that's what the constitutional amendment uh, the voters will vote on. And the last time they voted on the homestead exemption, which took it to 40 and 21, it right. passed by 85%. I think this one might pass by a little bit more, $100,000, what we promised in the Senate. And I appreciate working with the speaker in the last week. We worked very well together on both sides a great give and take. And uh, it's a great tax cut for homeowners and for business owners. Governor, there are two new things in here. One, one you yeah. just kind of mentioned there, the non-homesteaded properties are going to be impacted by this. If someone has a second home, if they own their parents' home, uh, have you know land in their, in their family that they've had forever, how are they going to be impacted by this? Because it's a three-year pilot project. Explain what this circuit breaker actually means. So right now, for anyone who owns a second home or a rental property, or commercial property, um, uh, there's no there's no limit. Uh, you know the the appraised value can go can go up 30, 40, 50 percent or more. So this just is a circuit breaker at 20 percent. That's the most it could go up. Just like when your homesteads, there's a circuit breaker at 10 percent. It can't go up more than 10. So this is something that we're going to try. Look at the data, uh, and again, it's limited to properties worth five million or less. And here's the interesting thing: in our big cities about close to 75 to 80% of the 
of all commercial property is valued at $5 million or less. And, and second homes or rental homes. So it really focuses on the mid-sized businesses, the small businesses, and those people who want to have a second home. You know, Jason, I've been pushing this for years, and I've been telling county judges in, in rural counties, say an hour to two hour drive, or maybe even a little longer from our big cities, that if, if you will put some limits on the property tax for people who want to have a, a retirement home or a weekend home, a getaway, a place where the family can gather, uh, why not help them out a little bit uh, because right now there's no limit to how much the taxes can go up. So this would limit it to 20% in those situations. And I tell these county judges, it brings employment to build the homes. It brings you people going to your local restaurants and then they go home and they don't vote. So that's a great deal for them. So this I think will help that and it will help the commercial uh, folks uh, as well, commercial properties. And again, Jason, so this, the main crux of this $18 billion tax cut, the largest in American history, maybe in world history, because of that size of the number, it will cut school taxes for homeowners by about 41%. And for people who have business properties, about 23%. So massive tax cut. And uh, it's it's a great day for taxpayers. People are going to hear this and say, well, well, Governor, if my rates keep going up year after year after year, uh, won't that eventually catch up with me? No, because what we did in 2019 is we separated the appraisal value from um, your tax bill. And most people, if they'll go back and, and pull out their tax bill from last year that they paid last fall to what their appraisal was in the spring of, of 22, they'll see their appraisal may have been higher, but their bill was lower. In most areas, the bills were flat on their school taxes or went down or maybe a small increase. And that will happen again this year, no matter what your appraisal is in the spring, when you get your tax bill in the fall, it will be lower than that. And that's why we did not want to, um, you know, really change the uh, the current system we have of the 10% cap, because we didn't just, we didn't want to destroy what was working or distort the markets. And so we didn't do that in this bill, but we put in the 20% circuit breaker for non-homesteaded properties. And the reason, if your appraisal goes up and your, and your, bill goes down in the fall. The reason for that is we've limited local government, Jason, to a three and a half percent growth and school districts to two and a half percent growth. So as the values go up, they have to lower their tax rate, Jason, not raise it. They have to lower it like a seesaw to get down to three and a half percent growth. And that's why appraisals were up in 20, uh, in 2022. Uh, and they're less this time in 23, but the tax bills in 22 were lower and uh, the tax bills in 23 will be lower. And now this added twelve to $1,400 on top of that is going to give people a, a, a big tax break on their homes. The other new part of this deal is also going to affect a lot of small businesses in, with the franchise tax, yes. people who had to file a franchise tax return and had to pay it. But, but explain how this, this is going to work for thousands of small businesses across yeah. the state. What's well, millions, actually. There are, there are over a million businesses that generate less than a million to a year in revenues. I'm, I'm talking about small businesses. They don't have to pay the tax, but they have to file the form. Well, just filing the form, if you're a small business, you don't want to have to pay an accountant $200 to file a form that says you don't owe anything. And if you don't file the form, you're at this $50 penalty. So we're wiping that over 1 million small businesses under 1.2 million from, I'm sorry, we're wiping off anyone who doesn't owe a tax from having to file any paperwork. Then we've increased the 1.2 million, which is the floor now to two and a half million. That will take 67,000 small businesses whose revenues are less than two and a half million. will take 67,000 small businesses off the franchise tax. That's 40% of all businesses 
that pay the franchise tax. So that's huge for small business. The goal of the House and the Senate was to help homeowners and small business owners. We want to grow small businesses. And uh, that's what this bill does. And, and again, I appreciate uh, the speaker and I met face-to-face uh, last uh, Tuesday, I think it was, in Austin. And we worked tirelessly day and night, along with Senator Betancourt and Representative Will Medcalf, to craft this bill. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased with it. Any relief for renters in this? Uh, no. Uh, however, uh, there was a story in, in the Houston Chronicle this week that rents are going down, actually, um, for the first time since COVID. I don't know hmm. the Dallas market. I haven't seen the latest stats in Dallas yet. But because we're cutting uh, property taxes for all businesses, including landlords who own apartment buildings by 23%, I'm sure that some of them will pass that along. And the apartment uh, business, and some people say, well, they won't pass it along. But anyone right. that knows anything about running an apartment knows when, when, uh, uh, when, one, when one apartment complex gives you one month's free rent, the other one does. Or it gives you a you know a break off the rent for the first six months. The other one does because they compete for those renters. So now we're cutting you know about twenty three percent off the school tax bill for all landlords. So uh, we hope they pass it on, and I think the market will force them to as the markets change. Another thing that made the the Senate version early yeah. on was a bonus for teachers. Is that in yeah. this final deal? No, the House decided uh, they wanted us to, to uh, keep that separate from the property tax bill, and I respected that. Uh, we did have the uh, we did have the the bonus in our bill that we passed over last week, but uh, and that was part of the negotiation, and we will address that in a later session. And uh, look, we're going to get teachers a pay raise, Governor. You've been trying to get this done for months, for years, yes. but especially yes. in this session, you've been working since January when you guys gaveled in. Uh, there in the state Senate and across yeah. the hall in, in the House, too. H- how did you finally come to an agreement? What, what was that like? Well, you know, to be honest with you, Jason, $18 billion, it's hard to even get your arms around that number. Uh, I mean, the, the highest tax cut that we've ever made was, you know, several billion dollars because that's all we had. And so we had this surplus and uh, all of us agreed that we wanted to take care of uh, homeowners first and business owners regarding their property taxes. And that's where the lion's share of our surplus is going. And and it, it's a process, Jason. You know, different people have different ideas. And as we went through this process that took five months and one extra session, um, we've come up to, quite frankly, a better bill than at any stage of the process, I think, for both sides. And that's why we came to agree with it. You know, the, the Senate has you know, I've said uh, for six months, we want a $100,000 homestead exemption. The House had actually passed that once during session, but it didn't make final passage. And so uh, I knew that they were supportive of that. Uh, they wanted to do something, uh, you know, a long-term cap on on business properties, uh, long-term, and, and it was just unaffordable. And so, you know, Dade and I talked about an alternative, and we thought this circuit breaker, to try it for three years, it gives us a good three years worth of data, uh, and it impacts businesses that are you know, worth $5 million or less in value uh, that that uh, a circuit breaker at 20%. Most years, Jason, a commercial property on small businesses doesn't go up more than 20%. But in those right. occasions where it might, this will, will help that. So, uh, and and look, we, we, the Senate and the House and all the members, we all wanted to get this done. But what we did is a, is a very serious piece of legislation and it wasn't something, quite frankly, if you look back, that you're going to knock out in 60 or 90 days. Uh, and so it's done. Uh, homeowners you know, are going to get a $100,000 exemption on their homestead exemption 
a savings of 41% on their school taxes starting this year. Um, businesses are going to get a 20% cut across the board. And then we have this uh, little uh, safety valve in there for those uh, businesses, 5 million and under in residences, a second home or a rental home uh, that will help them. So, uh, and then the franchise tax. So it's it's a little bit of everything. And um, I appreciate the speaker working with us on it. Uh, we work well together on it. And, and yeah, it's a win-win-win all the way around. It seems yes. like for everybody on this. But but can yes. can you can you give us any more color on what those meetings were actually like? Were you guys sitting at a table together? Did you order in? How, how did that? How did it play out, Governor? Well, when we came into the second session on the first day a couple of weeks ago, uh, I said on the podium that uh, uh, I've invited the speakers to sit down and meet face to face because I thought we could get it done in about thirty minutes if we did. And so he accepted the invitation. Uh, we met last week uh, and he came in and, and we did have about a 30 minute meeting. And we, we pretty much agreed in principle on the, the big things in this bill um, in that meeting, as I thought we might, because we've had a lot of discussion for six months. So he knew where we were in the Senate and our members. I knew where he was and his members in the House. And then uh, uh, we both went home or to our offices and, and uh, we've been on the phone with each other as late as nine o'clock last night, uh, working working through all the details. Uh, so, and and again, I want to thank Will Medcalf of the House and Paul Betancourt. They were our lead members, doing all the the work. Uh, uh, you know, they, they put in three times the amount of work to make sure the bills fit right and are the exact copies and and that we're on yeah. in agreement. So, so it's just a you know, that's how it worked and that's how it should work. Again, this is the biggest tax cut in American history, property tax cut, and maybe in world history. And so it uh, it went into overtime, as I said, in my press release, but it's a great bill. Governor, congratulations on this. And we always appreciate the time. Hey, thanks. Uh, Jason, you've been talking to me about these property taxes as long as we've known each other. You're going to get a big cut to your bill, too.